0: Hello, this is Miss Leslie Barker, the pastor's wife here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church. Thank you for joining in today. Our prayer is that the Lord will speak to your heart through His Word, and that this podcast will be a source of encouragement and a blessing to you today. Hello again, ladies. Thank you for joining our podcast today. I'm going to return and finish the lesson on this little light of mine. I want to encourage all you ladies, if you've not listened to the first segment, to go back and listen to that so you can have a better understanding of the lesson today. But in the first part, as we taught on this little lot of mine, we saw that that little maid there in 2 Kings chapter 5, if you want to go back and review that, um, again, that podcast or either in the scriptures that she listened to God and that the Lord had a purpose for her life. And so does He. he does you and I. Also, God had prepared that little girl, and that was she was within Israel. Her parents had taught her who the true and living God was. And in that, she used her light to tell Naaman who could heal him. But God had a purpose for her life, and also he had prepared her to, to use that purpose for his honor and glory. But each time you see a vessel being used by God, you first see the refining in the time of preparation. You may be in a time of preparation, ladies, and wanting to be more of a light. I know I remember in that time of my life where I begged the Lord to use me, and I do each and every day. But in that time of refining, um, is a time of preparation. And we're all in a time of preparation for whatever God has for us tomorrow, right? But the Lord, we must daily yield our lives to Him. That way he can use our vessels for his use. And our vessels need to be clean every day. That way they'll be made for he be able to be used for his service. But today I want us to see the forgiveness. And this is amazing. I think the most, I think uh, one of the biggest things that I see in this little girl's life is that her forgiveness. The forgiveness that she had in her life. But. You know, if you think about it, we're all self-absorbed creatures, including myself. The Holy Spirit has spoken to me many times through this pandemic that, that I've had more time to study and be alone with the Lord, and He spoke to my heart about how selfish I can be and many different things in my life, that yucky stuff that I didn't even realize that was there, and I'm thankful that the Lord brought those things out in the light. That way I can ask the Lord to help me with those things, but you know, we're all spoiled in America. Everything is centered around us, commercialization and empowerment of ourselves, slogans of companies and having the connotation of self-interest and pride. Jesus is our example. He suffered it all for us. Who do we really think we are? You know, we are made for God. We, we a lot of times we think more than what we should of ourselves. You know, our hands are made to serve the Lord. We're made to worship Him. Our feet are made to walk in His likeness and where He wants the paths that He wants us to go in. Our lips are made to praise the Lord and give His goodness and, and, His, um, and tell of His, His word. And that we should tell of His life and His forgiveness of sins. We are created in His image. If you get down to thinking about our lives, we are designed specifically for Him and His purpose. So we shouldn't hold back in what God wants us to be. Every one of us has a different purpose. God made us all different in His design. And that we are wonderfully and fearfully made and He has a purpose for each one of us. And that leads us to this little maid and her purpose in her life. Let's go back to 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 2. I'm just going to read verses 2 and 3, okay? And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said to her mistress, Would God, my Lord, were with the prophet that is in Samaria? For he would recover him of his leprosy. And so we see going back in that this little maid, and that she was concerned for her master here in, Samar- in um, Syria, <clears throat> excuse me, that she was concerned for his life and that he had this dreadful disease, not on herself, but of him. And that we can see not only we saw that the Lord had a, prepara- a preparation for her life and that he had a purpose for her life, but this little maid today we see had forgiveness. She was, think about what we talked about before, that she was stolen away from her home, dragged away from to a foreign country. She was put up for sale like a horse in a buggy, purchased by a stranger, forced to wait hand and foot on a foreign woman that had different cultures and surroundings. She could have hated both God and, and these people that she waited on. She could have spent her days cursing under her breath, think about it, every night, thinking with her heart, filled with fear, and her heart filled with anger, and her eyes filled with tears vowing to revenge, that she was going to take revenge on these people that took her away from her family. And if you think about it, whenever people go through trials so many times, it makes them a bitter Christian or a better Christian. And no doubt, this little maid, her trial in her life made her a better Christian. For when she found that that her master Naaman was a leper, she might have said, well, good. That's the judgment of God on him. And so, I mean, think about so many times that we say that. We get frustrated with people or angry or have bitterness in our heart and something happens to those people. We think to ourselves, well, that's what they deserve. But if we got what we deserve, what would we get? We all have the mercy of God in our lives. Each and every day he is merciful to us. Boy, we didn't get what we deserved, did we? When Christ died on the cross for our sins. And that's how we need to remember and think about other people in our life. As an example of Christ before us. And this little maid, she did that. Instead, she trusted. No doubt, instead of having bitterness, she just trusted and looked to the one true God. She had, instead of cursing of her breath, she prayed. She had a relationship every day instead of a looking at the negativity around her and the differences that she was living in. She looked at that light like that was in her heart, that was inside of her. She drew strength through that, not weaknesses that are around her. So that is not definitely of our own flesh. We cannot, in our own flesh, build ourselves up and gain strength. Our strength comes from the Lord. And so did hers. So instead of cursing under her breath, like I said, she prayed. She still had on to the fact that God was still the God of all and that he knew exactly where that little girl was and that he was the one she was serving. You see, we as a believer do not, we shouldn't serve circumstantially, but we, we should serve factually in that we serve the Lord every day because he's God and that he's a creator of, of us and that so we shouldn't serve just because of circumstances and that we're having a good day so we're going to serve the lord today we should serve him because the fact that he's our savior and that we're here to give of his of his goodness and what he's done for us and that he saved our soul and that he put us here on this earth for not for him that we would die and go to hell so we do not serve him because of what he can do for us, but because of what he's done for us. But this little girl, she had a beautiful, forgiven spirit. Just like I could just see her. She felt sorry for Naaman and sorry for the darkness that was in that house. Instead of her own pity, she pitied Naaman because she had a lasting and a relationship that sustained her. And that relationship was with the Lord. She had light in her soul. Just think about she had a pep in her walk, probably. Just as Matthew chapter 5, verse 14 says, You are the light of the world. A city that is hit, set on a hill cannot be hid. And for sure, her little light, it couldn't be hid. That's why she she said out with that exclamation point, Would God, my Lord, were a prophet that is in Samaria, he would recover him of his leprosy. And so that little lot of hers, it couldn't be hid. She had to tell that household how that Naaman could be helped. And we may go through dark times in our lives, but there's one that can sustain us. That relationship can grow stronger or weaker during dark times. She grew stronger instead of weaker. And that strength allowed that light to overcome darkness in that whole household. So we see that her forgiving spirit, that she was able to forgive the hurt in her heart to let her light shine to help this family. And this faith, we see the faith of this little maid. Not only we see her forgiveness, but also we see her faith. That prophet that is in Samaria, she said, would recover him of his leprosy. So we look at her faith and she, that she said that with all bold boldness. No doubt. She didn't say, Well, Maybe that Elisha could go heal my Lord Naaman. But she said this with excitement. Would to God that he could get help. So she had faith, the God of all glory, who heard those words from that little girl, that it was pleasing to the Lord to hear her have this faith in her heart as his servant. And that she had faith to say, I know that this prophet in Israel can help, help Naaman of his leprosy. And no doubt that pleased the Lord. And you know, whenever we have faith in our Heavenly Father and that, how He can help other people, when we tell people with enthusiasm, we shouldn't go and tell other people of the Lord if we go to work and tell if they share with you different things that are going on in their lives, and we should shut, if we say in a monotone voice, well, You know, you could pray the Lord. He he could help you in this circumstance. But we should with enthusiasm and boldness say, I know who can help you. The God that's helped me in my life, he can help you in these situations. And we could bring those people to the scriptures and help them. And that's what she did with enthusiasm. But looking at her faith, that was pleasing to the Lord. Just as the psalmist decreed in Psalms 121 verses 1 and 2. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord which made the heaven and the earth. As you go on with the story and as in the scriptures, you see that Naaman, that he heard that this little maid and what she said. And that she said that she could go get help from the prophet Elisha. So what did Naaman do? The captain, he went and told his king. So the king sent word to get the prophet Elisha. And so whenever he did, Elisha came and went to them, verse 8, and that in verse 9. So he told Elisha what to do. He told Naaman what to do. And so he told him, he said, you need to go to the Jordan. You need to dip seven times into the Jordan River. And so Naaman, he did that. You go ahead and finish reading in chapter 5, if you've not already. But whenever you read through this scripture, it talks about that. Naaman dipped seven times. And in verse 14. Then when he went down and dipped himself seven, seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God, and his flesh came again like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean, and he returned to the man of God, and all his company and came and stood before him, and he said, Behold, now I know that there is no God in all the earth, but in Israel now, therefore I pray thee, take a blessing of thy servant. So he goes on and says, I know that this is the true God and he's the one that healed me. And that he wanted to do something for the man of God after that. But getting back to the lesson and that Naaman knew who healed him. So not only was he healed physically, but spiritually. He believed in the God of heaven and that it was only him that healed him. But not only him, you read on and that he went back and told his household and that his whole household believed. So what is it that this little maid decided to hide? What if she decided to hide that bushel on her light under a bushel? What if she decided that with bitterness she would not show her light of how she knew that Naaman could get help? What if her light was dimmed by unforgiveness or dimmed from lack of faith? We need to remember that, that our lives not only affect ourselves but other people around us. And that by this little maid in which you won't even know her name. But, you know, it doesn't even matter that we don't know her name because God, he does. And that's what matters. You know, and I'm sure that little maid didn't go outside and cup her hands and say, I was the reason why Naaman was healed of his leprosy, this famous Captain Naaman. No, probably a lot of the Assyrians didn't even know how Naaman was, who told Naaman how he could get this healing. I'm sure Naaman told many how he was healed and the true God, but he may not have told who told him that it was the little maid that told of who he could get help from. But it doesn't matter if if other people knew it or not. The Lord knew and that she was faithful to the Lord and what the Lord had put on her heart. She made a difference in this family and showing her lot from God forever. And you know, whenever we do things for the Lord, we need to remember that it doesn't matter if we're praised of man, but if we're pleasing to the Lord and all goes back to our relationship with the Lord. How can we have forgiveness when we've been hurt? How can we have faith in the Lord? It's because we trust in Him and that we have that relationship through Him and that we have that we have that ongoing relationship and that we're walking in his spirit that's the only way this little girl could have done this so in our podcast in this lesson this little lot of mine I want to encourage that all of us every day even though with our circumstances like I encouraged you with the other podcast cast that we need to be a blessing to other people and show our light we don't need to hide it under a bushel and think about our circumstances but that we need to remember and think of the whole picture and how what the Lord's done for our life and why we're truly here. The basics, and that we're here to worship Him. Our hands are made to be used to write letters to people. Our hands are used to to we can we can text with our hands to encourage people. We can use our hands to make things for people, to bake things for our neighbors, to be encouragement, or for somebody that's sick. We can use our feet to walk to the house of God. We can use our feet to walk and help people. We can use our lips to speak of His word because there's nothing within ourselves that's good. The only thing that's good within us is if we can speak of His goodness. And if we could use our bodies as a living sacrifice, we can use our bodies for Him. So at the end of our podcast today, I want... Um, my daughter's going to come on, Madeline, my oldest, and she's going to end the podcast with an illustration of a lady in history. The name, this lady was uh, Corey Tin Boone, and how she gave her light in a dark place. Uh, a miracle story of how God used her and her life to be a light in a very dark place.
1: Today, hey, I want to tell y'all of the testimony of a lady in history who lived in a very dark era. The Ten Boom family lived in the Netherlands and was watchmakers. Corey, her sister Betsy, and their father lived above their watchmaking shop. Corey was supposed to take over the family business when her father died, but their plan soon changed. In 1940, during World War II, Germany had invaded the Netherlands where they lived. They decided to hide Jews during this time and build a hiding place for them in Corey's closet. But the Nazis soon found out after one of their neighbors had told them of what they was doing. They arrested Corey, her sister Betsy, her father, brother, sister-in-law, and her younger nephew. They were sent off to a Nazi prison. During this time, she found a friend, and this friend was able to get Corey the only thing she really wanted, which was a Bible. During this time also in the Nazi prison, her father died only after 10 days of being in here. Later, her and Betsy were sent to a concentration and somehow Corey managed to sneak a Bible in at night. Her and Betsy would have a Bible study to share the gospel with all the women that was in their bunk. They often wondered why the guards wouldn't check in on them. And that's because they all had lies later Um, Corey said that even God's little creatures was helping them out. Betsy grew sick though, and she couldn't do the workload that she was supposed to. She later died in the concentration camp before she ever got to see her way out. And before she died, she told Corey that there was no pit that was too deep, that his love was not deeper still. And she told her to go and tell everyone she could about it. And that is exactly what Corey did. After being released on a clerical error, she went and started telling everyone. She had no family left, but she didn't grow bitter. Instead, she went and told everyone she could about her Savior's love. She later saw an officer that was with her in the concentration camp, and she forgave him. She later wrote a book with the help of a couple, and there was also a movie about her life. She was a light to everyone around her. And it's still light today, even though she has long gone
0: past on. This is just one example that Madeline just gave of a woman in history that let her light shine in a dark time, like Madeline had said. She loves reading different stories about people in history that we can glean upon, and I, and I do as well. But just from this life, and you should look in, more into her life, Corey Ten Boom, and that how she lived in this dark era in time and that during World War II, and that they were doing all that they could to help Jewish people during that time. So we can all learn through their sacrifice and that how they were light during this time that we can all be a light. I couldn't imagine what she had been through and that she was imprisoned for their passion for other people and trying to help. And while she was there, like Madeline said, inside, that prison inside that camp, that in that dark time and how terrible and the conditions were nasty, but yet she had that word of God and that she used that to make a light to everybody around her because God's word is light because it's him. So I hope this was a help to you today and look more into Corey Ten Boone and her life and her testimony. What a blessing she was Thank you for joining in with us today again. Hope you all have a wonderful day and let your light shine for the Lord.